Columbus. Welcome back to the Columbus cast. I'm Laura. I'm Julia. We're on episode 18. Happy Wednesday slash Thursday. Happy week. Whatever day we get the editing done. Yes. So Friday night I started out, did you even, are you even from Columbus if you don't watch a tailgate? I'll let Julia share all the details because it was her tailgate and she's pretty proud of it. It was pretty awesome. Um, But Buckeyes won that game. So what else is new? (laughs) Saturday morning, I did a little volunteering over in Hilltop. Got to you see. planted trees, right? I don't. We gave away trees to people who were gonna put them in like great places. So, and then Saturday afternoon, I went to my discount fashion warehouse, which literally had never heard of before. But this is so relevant because it's where all of L brands, so like Express and Victoria's Secret, and a few other like smaller name brands, send all of their returns or um like back shipments and there's six different warehouses around columbus and i never even knew this existed but really they're super awesome a lot of the stuff is like new with tags all blazers were like new with tags for 20 bucks it was Ooh. like yeah it's awesome and then saturday afternoon i went to columbus what's like it? not it's not called columbus playhouse it's called short, short, oh, short north, north stage short north stage and i saw um Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time ever. Julia couldn't believe that. I can't believe, like, I can't believe you go to a live show before you've actually seen the movie. I know, like, because did they do all the, like, the toast and everything, too? Like, Like when they throw things at the stage. Yeah. Yeah. They have, like, the newspaper, and then they have, like, toilet paper, and then they had all sorts of weird stuff. But, yeah, it's like, I I knew of Rocky Horror Picture Show. I knew kind of, like, the gist of it, but I had never seen it in Did you dress up or no? I mean, I looked nice. I didn't, like, what would I dress up as? Like, you dress in rocky horror stuff oh no i didn't do that oh. and then sunday to top it all off i went to lint fruit farm and got a pumpkin and some apples i went through the corn maze so you went to hillary duff's husband's show well not husband, oh wait, wait, yet. wait fiance. fiance they're they're just fiance, engaged right but yeah it was really fun it's just like a small little um like dive bar basically yeah um but it was really cool like their opening act was their bassist is that right bassist yeah their bass, bass player bass player um and she was so funny she was like I'm did gonna- she do like stand up no she just like just in between her songs like she'd say things that were funny her last song she's like this is a love song i wrote about my roommate's dog and i just really related to that oh my so- god wait that's you <laughs> i know julia loves so nothing happy. more than her roommate's dog i love my roommate's dog um he got a haircut today Oh my gosh. Shout out to you, Indy, if you're listening. We had a tailgate at my house, which is um fun. Like it was a really low key tailgate. I it felt, was. It was because like I feel like normally I there's more planning involved in my hosting of tailgates. Yeah, like there's more food also and more a fanfare. Friday night and it was also an away game. Yeah, that's true. So and like, like it wasn't gonna ever be lit, you know what I mean? Not that it wasn't lit, but it was like low key lit. It was low key lit. <laughs> Um, but it was fun. I love the outdoor TV game changer. Yes. So like, this is Julia's big, big invention. Yeah. You you take the TV if there's an extra TV, which our house has. Uh, you take it and you put it outside. But then you watch it very closely to make sure that if you're not outside, the TV stays where it is. <laughs> yeah. No true. one else. Like if you live in a sketchy area, just this. make sure that you know. Especially if you're choosing to put it in your front yard rather right. than your backyard. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then Good we also call. had a fire and s'mores, which was that was game also changer. ideal. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. Go Bucks! And then what else did I do on Saturday? I went to Circleville. 
I know. I saw it. It looked so oh, cute. It was so much fun. I love. What was it about? Like show. the senior citizen tap dancing? Oh yeah, there was. Oh my like gosh, this- I was like dying. <laughs> There is a they have like different entertainment stages. Yeah. So there was one that was just like a retirement home that I guess they do tap dancing. It was like and the cutest thing. It was thing. awesome. It made my day. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, so that was really fun. And then last night I went to Bristol Bingo. So that was awesome. Um, so it's on Tuesday nights? It's on Tuesday nights from 7 to 9. Okay. And their happy hour goes till 7. So wow. if you get there early, you can get a table and get happy hour pricing. Which their happy hour pricing is good. Like you can get a lot of food for ten bucks, and it's good barbecue. And I had a cucumber jalapeno margarita. It was very good. Did you win bingo? I did not win bingo. What were they? What kind of prizes were you winning? Um, you could win different things. Like one of them was scratch off tickets. That was probably like the worst prize. But I mean, it could be a good prize. Right? If you you win don't know. <laughs> scratch off tickets. But they also had their grand prize was a fifty dollar bar tab, and then there was other yeah. things like they'd match your bar tab for the night. So oh, what if you have you... to like strategize. You have to be like, okay, we're just gonna all live on one bar tab in case of somebody winning. Gotcha. And then that's risky though. Yeah, that is risky. Um, and then what else? They had like a free beer, a free bucket of beers or white claws for your oh my table. Gosh. There's one table that won like three rounds. That's not fair. So I was like, hmm, I don't understand how that happens because we had a table of eight and we won zero rounds, but they won all the rounds. But I'm a big bingo fan. I want like Toro to include bingo on um, the app. Yeah. So that way I can find all the bingo nights. But North High also has a good bingo night and they have parking. So I think I will go to that, but I will be at Bristol again next week because they said if you bring back your receipt, you get 50% off your tab next, like this coming Tuesday. Wow. They got you hooked. Yeah. So... I'm in. Who I'm knows? Maybe I'll be there. Hooked on bingo. <laughs> that seems like a great thing to do now that like the sun is setting earlier and like there's no That's way. That's what you're my gonna, mom was saying. There's no way you're gonna go to the gym after you get home from work. Come on, so just go to bingo, grab a drink, have some you know barbecue. Yeah. Work out in the morning. Be like Julia. I was about to say I already got I got my workout in and I I'm not I'm not talking I'm not talking to you. I'm preaching to the choir here. I'm telling everyone everyone listening. Anyway, coming up on this week's episode, we got some news for you, which is super exciting, so stay tuned for that, followed by some sports. There's lots of sports updates, like every single sport you can think of is on this list this week. We got a little bit of food and drink for you, if you didn't get enough from hearing about Julia's Bristol experience. Just a quick politics update. Of course, construction is everyone's favorite, and then stay tuned to the end if you want to hear about what's happening in Columbus (laughs) this weekend. Cool. Um, okay, I guess this is news. I don't know if it's news or politics. I think it's news. News, news. Either way, if you're a city worker for Columbus and you're making less than $15 an hour, good news for you. You just probably got a huge raise. Um, Hopefully not too huge. Hopefully you're making something close-ish. But yeah. Either way, um, recently the city announced that full-time permanent city employees will make a minimum wage of $15 an hour. So that doesn't include like part-time, which kind of stinks but it's weird well it makes sense but um yeah, yeah. 15 dollars an hour that's it's pretty good than, and that's, yeah that's nice for those who are permanent workers downtown yeah wow it's a it's andrew ginther said closing the wage gap is the top priority for his administration that's nice thank you thank you mayor ginther <laughs> and then um do you want to talk about this because you're super excited about the columbus being a pa- place people yes live. okay so i think that columbus is awesome and i think that's evident by our enthusiasm for creating a podcast saying as such but 
I'm not the only one, which is awesome. So this week there was an article in the New York Times about the, an author whose name is Saeed Jones. He wrote a book called How We Fight for Our Lives. And his book is all about how he's like a black gay man who grew up in Texas and literally about like all the stuff you have to go through or he went through, I guess, his experience. He's about to be like a New York Times bestseller. I've heard him be interviewed on like NPR. He has this New York Times article written about him. He's like everywhere. So if you're not reading this book, and you think it sounds cool, then definitely check it out. But this article said that um, he's moving to Columbus. They're like, Said, we're happy to have you. Welcome to the sea bus. Um, they said that he – so he lived in New York City, and he he fled to um, the Buckeye State's capital, home of Ohio State U- University, and headquarters of Victoria's Secret and DSW – he doesn't care how the state voted in 2016. <laughs> he said um, Ohio's capital ticks all the boxes on typical millennial checklists, including craft beer pubs, which we love, um, cafes that could just as easily be in Brooklyn. So ret- like Fox in the Snow, Fox in the which, snow is which is literally New York. the yeah <laughs> um, retro barber shops, which is a really cool one in Dublin now. There's like a few in Clintonville. Um, there's yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Independent bookstores. I think of like. Um, the book lofts yeah and then two dollar radio headquarters which is an independent book publisher um and then most importantly and for affordability so like couldn't agree with you more i think it's awesome he's moving here because it's cost effective and unpredictably cool so unpredictably the cool. fact that oh, columbus ohio oh, unexpectedly cool oh unexpectedly cool too but you also probably couldn't predict a you city probably in couldn't ohio. predict <laughs> that we're gonna be cool. the new nashville um so <laughs> So he, after a lifelong, a lifetime of struggle, he's found peace in Columbus, Ohio. I just thought that was really cool, and I wanted to share that with everyone in case you were like thinking, like, oh, Columbus isn't that great. Well, you're wrong. It's awesome, and it's so cool that the Washington Post. Did I say the New York Times? I meant to say Washington Post. Anyway, the Washington Post was the one that wrote this article. And then so, was the Washington Post the one that wrote the other article that was no, like Columbus that was by, is a um, National Geographic. The article oh, yeah. that Julia is referencing was posted in 2016 called "Why All the Cool Kids Love Columbus, Ohio," and all the that things listed one. in it stand true still today. It's kind of funny because the Washington Post referenced that article in their article, and it's like three years old. But but you know what? It was a good article. It's yeah, it's still the same. So. And then I have one other update. So that's like just general Columbus Rocks information. Um, This is like kind of news-ish. It's not really new news. So just for anyone out there, if you own a a hybrid vehicle, which Julie and I both do, or you drive an electric vehicle or a version of the two, like a plug-in hybrid, um, don't forget that starting in 2020, Jan 1, 2020, the um, registration fee for those vehicles is going to increase. So for all electric vehicles, it's going to be $200 a year, and for hybrids, it's going to be $100. The reason for this, just a little bit of background, is when John Kasich was our governor, which I guess I can't say R because I didn't live here then, he was like, hey, there's all we need infrastructure budget. So he created like a, um, a bond. He sold like an infrastructure four-year bond, and then um, when DeWine became, came to office, like the bond had ended, so there was no more money in the budget and so he was like shoot we gotta get money so they um proposed a gas tax which went live like or not live but yeah that was live earlier this year yeah so people have already been seeing the increase um it increased by they increased the gas tax by 
10 and a half cents. So now the total gas tax per gallon is 38 and a half cents. But because I guess the whole thought behind it is because electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles don't use as much gas, they're not contributing to the tax paying of the infrastructure. So uh-huh. in order to like make sure that like they people get who, the money from you exactly. since I'm not filling up on gas as much. That's- Which it kind of sucks because there's no longer a tax incentive to buy like hybrid or electric vehicles that's like gone. And so now people are mad because they're being like penalized for um it feels like they're being penalized for doing something that like everyone should be doing anyway and there's more of an incentive to not buy one of these vehicles so um what people have been saying they're gonna do and like what i plan on doing is registering my vehicle for five years before 2020 which like if you want to not do that and pay your civic duty and pay for (laughs) yeah i think actually my registration no my registration's february but you can still register it early. Yeah, I know. <sighs> or you can pay the tax, you know, make your choice. But I just wanted to, that's kind of like news that someone reminded me of and I wasn't paying as much attention to because when it actually happened, I didn't own a hybrid vehicle. So just if you're a hybrid driver out there and you're listening to this I'm in your car, don't forget. Okay. Okay. And then um, I have two other things. One is that Columbus is awesome. We already talked about this, but there's a really cool art exhibit going on throughout all of like short north art district galleries right now called columbus in cuba cuba in columbus oh cool um actually it's not just in short north though because i saw some of the art from this exhibit in um blue dot which is in worthington oh so it's just like galleries along but all the galleries like in columbus are exhibiting like some of this art so if you just like pop in or if you go to a gallery hop coming up you'll see it it's really cool so Wanted to share that. And Need last- some more murals. We we're I know. on the new Nashville kick. I know. There's so many. There's been so many murals. A lot in Franklinton. Franklinton yeah, is Franklinton getting a lot is of the murals. The city of murals. Yes. The city of murals. I was the like, oh, area of close. murals. Which reminds me, um, the Dispatch wrote a great article. Is a three part series on Franklinton, and more so, it's on um, Sullivan Avenue and just all the like prostitution and drugs that go on there so if you would love to read an article about a like piece of our city that's like completely forgotten and yeah struggling um it's a real not feel good piece but you should read it i'll read it why don't we retweet it and then i'll thanks for bringing that to our attention julia and then lastly just to end on like a little funny note the odot posted why did the chicken cross (laughs) i-70 no idea but our odot team was able to help a passing motorist safely rescue it. I heard this on the news. like um, On the news? I just well, saw it on Twitter. Yeah, no. I heard it on like the morning radio. We can't call morning radio in Columbus news. Because right. We already have this conversation. It's so bad. It's so awful. But anyway, um, I heard them talking about it on my way to the gym. I think this morning <laughs> I was like, oh, no. How many people are retweeting this being like, only in Ohio would a chicken try to cross the highway because it's such an Ohio thing. Right. Yeah, that's hilarious. So random. So random, Ohio. Like, you and Hashtag, your weather and your just chickens. Ohio things. I- yeah, they tweeted a video, though. It's hilarious. The video has 3,000 views, and it only has 19 retweets. Julia, wow. we got to I- blow this up. It has 32 <laughs> likes. But I mean, up. it went on the news, so people clearly. Oh my god, it's so funny! This chicken like runs away onto the road, and then there's this like person like chasing it back over the median, and then it like runs away. Again. Oh my gosh! And then finally, the, all three of them. Cor- it's like it's like one person from a State Farm Safety Patrol, 
and then one cop and then like one random lady it's just like the funniest thing anyway what else do we have for you julia let's just let's get into sports okay um give me the sports updates world series go nats okay so i was watching it last night and i was just like uh i was so sad when the yankees lost it was it was sad we were tied in the bottom of the ninth i know and then they shot it was just you guys came back from a uh, we came back from a lot. We came back yeah. from like we were about to lose a series. We you came were back about from to lose a, a series, loss. and then Houston was also like winning by a decent amount too in that last mm-hmm. game. And then the Yankees came back and made it a game. And then Houston we had that walk off by the really short guy. Yeah, no, it, it was, was just, awesome. It was not fun. But yeah, go Nats. Um, that's all I have to say about baseball. Okay. NBA basketball has started. Yeah, I watched that last night too. Oh, I didn't. I was like, does Columbus care? Who does Columbus cheer for? um calves calves yeah. yeah go calves i guess more sports um more not columbus sports but still ohio sports important, the Bengals important news could have a 0 and 16 record they're doing really poorly this week ohio state plays wisconsin that should be a good tougher game for the buckeyes are so. we back to a saturday game that's yeah home? this is a saturday at noon this is a big 10 like classic finally time. a game that's not going to be really boring because they are just going to win immediately yeah exactly it's it should be, be a, a good game fest. and it's the noon game which is nice because i'm getting so sick of night games right I, yeah big noon game gal it's hard to i want to drink a mimosa a- eat a cinnamon roll and watch my buckeyes there you go so i'm excited for that and then urban meyer um had this article calls it a epic rant about the college football playoff, which, Laura, you don't know enough about the college football playoff to have had to no, have I to do have because listened. our our dear friend of the podcast Nathan explained it to me last night. Oh, okay, but, but so like, go ahead. But yeah. I more say you haven't heard me rant about this. Oh no, before. please go, please. Basically, Urban Meyer um, put off his opinions on how the college football playoff should be played, and I'm in full agreement. Urban for president or Urban for Playoff Committee president. I don't know if that's even a position. Put him on the playoff committee. But he basically says you have to go home and home with another major opponent, i.e. like Texas's series with Oklahoma or Texas or do something with like LSU. But basically you need to go home and home with another Power Five What does team. home and home mean? That like means you, you play, play two like home games? you play Ohio State, would play Oklahoma at the shoe, and, and then, then the next year they play at, at Oklahoma. Yeah. So they do two years in a row. And then you have to have nine conference games, which the SEC right now has like eight conference games. So they play like Western Kentucky, basically Carolina. You're saying it's like not a fair match. Yeah, basically it's they like play really good they play a really like crappy mediocre. team like right. the last week. Right. So they basically have a bye week and get because rid of the look the look the look or eye test, which means like you look at the score and you basically you're like yeah that's enough that they've won by. So um, Urban Meyer, it was really cool. He talked about the win Ohio State had against Wisconsin mm-hmm. in um, 2014. That one that, that got him to the national championship. And he talked about how like how he hated it basically because Ohio State won that game 59 to zero. Right. Yeah. This is they creamed them. But like once you're winning by 30 to zero, you can kind of start taking out your starters, giving other people a shot and stop beating up on a team that clearly doesn't have a chance. Right. It like takes the fun out of football, especially for the other team. It like puts his players at risk because why are you keeping your top players in? That's just a risk for injury. So he said, get rid of that. And then also get a point system similar to what um, Ohio high schools use for football, Mm -hmm. which basically ranks teams and, um, 
Like if you play a top 25 team, you'll get like three points. If you play a top 10 team, you'll get five points if, okay, you, gotcha. if you get wins. So that way um, it incentivizes like having a tough schedule. So you stop scheduling stupid teams. So <laughs> got it. <laughs> that is go Urban Noted. Meyer. I hope they think that through. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your blue jackets? Yeah. Um, I feel like last weekend was like a big weekend for sports between like Ohio State was playing at the same time as like the playoff game for MLB, which was playing at the same time as like the Blue Jackets. And I was just like, I can't. I'm like, not even a sports. Happening. Not even a sports. And like, yeah, like now throw, I guess, like basketball into the mix. Like I follow sports. I don't necessarily care about like I whatever. But I was still like, this is too many. Um but the Columbus Blue Jackets are doing okay so far this season. It's funny because they lost their first game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. That was like their season or home opener. Mm-hmm. And they played the Toronto Maple Leafs again and then they won. Yeah, so they like, won in overtime on Monday. Yeah, so it's like there, there's like an even matchup. Currently, they're standing in fifth place in the Metropolitan League and Seth Jones. So, yeah, that's my Seth Jones. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> you can't talk about the Blue Jackets without talking about Seth Jones. Um, yeah, Seth, and- if you're out there. If you're listening to this. You're listening. Hey. Meet us at Whistle and Keg. <laughs> sure. The one that's right next to... Our, yeah, oh the Poirier and Beer place. Oh, my gosh. I went there and it was awesome. Yeah. Um. Oh, and... Uh, yeah, the, the if you're into soccer, this is like... I think that more people should be talking about this. Like, actually... I feel like it was talked about a lot after the women won the World Cup, but it hasn't why am been I not, since. Why am I not talking about this? I should be. I should be buying tickets. Um, the they're probably all the U.S. Out. women's national team is playing Sweden, the Swedish national team at Map Fire Stadium on November seventh. Hashtag CBUS has no off season. <laughs> so go women's soccer, support women's athletics. Um, go America. Support equal pay for equal work because. Those women are doing the work, man. Um, and yeah, go see, go see them. I wonder if it's going to be televised. I would assume so. Eh? I get confused. Uh, should we talk about food? Yeah. Speaking of barrel, what's it called? Barrel and taps. Whistle and keg. You know, something like that. <laughs> barrel and tap is the one in Grandview. I can't keep anything straight when it comes to restaurants. Just ask my friends; they know. Um, speaking of restaurants that serve food and alcohol. <laughs> Tell us about uh, some Cameron Mitchell restaurants, Julia. Cameron Mitchell drama. I, it's not drama. Um, Harvey I was like, and drama? <laughs> no. I wish. It, Harvey and Ed's is closing, and Cameron Mitchell will replace it with something else in 2020. They didn't yeah. really say what. But so I thought that was cool that they were going to um, keep it in the business. Like, Yeah, it's nice that they're not like selling their – It didn't even open. Like, it's, It hasn't even been a year, has it? I think it's, I think it's been like if it's, it's probably been a year because I think it opened around restaurant week last year in okay. January because I went for restaurant week it was really good and it was also voted number one like concept by some Columbus magazine last year oh really yeah I was reading the article I guess it is a but, nice concept because it does have like deli you can buy like deli meat and like yeah it's almost like going to a deli but it's also a restaurant so you kind of like the Italian market yeah so It'll be interesting to see what they put there, especially since, like, I feel like everything they've been opening has been more, like, upscale, trendy vibes. So, um... I wonder... I feel like they're going, like, head-to-head with all of the, um... Corso stuff. Thank you, Corso things. Like, Food Hall and Bud Dairy Hall, and then there's, like, um... Except Bud Dairy Hall is Cameron Mitchell. Right. I'm saying, but Food Hall is Corso. So I'm saying, like... They're against each other. They're against each other. But Cameron Mitchell has Lincoln Social... 
And I don't think that Corso Ventures has a rooftop bar yet. Not yet, but famous last words. I can totally see that happening. Like, yeah, that's soon be I'm sure. One, right, and the the newest one that opened, um, Goodell Good Station. Station. So that's on our list. So Goodell Station opened last Thursday, I want to say, um, and it's the newest rooftop bar in Columbus. It's, it's on top of the canopy. canopy yeah, in sh- well downtown. Downtown, short northish whatever you want to call um, it. And people seem to really be loving it. it, it looks the views there great. are the best views I've seen up from a rooftop like concept right. in Columbus. I'd say that, I mean, I haven't because been to it in yet. in downtown. But yeah. they have really nice views, whereas I feel like Lincoln Social, any pictures I've seen from that has been just construction <laughs> and like a sad building. Yeah. <laughs> like Juniper's views are pretty good. I really like platform their like little rooftop views are nice. Yeah, I don't think the Vaso. I think Vaso is like a great, but there's no view concept. There it's but because Dublin. it's Dublin, like that's the tallest building around. Like you can yeah. see all of the rolling pastures. Just kidding. All of the places where the chickens escape from. No. <laughs> um. But yeah, I want to. I don't that even out. know. Do you consider Brewdog like a? Oh, I guess that one's also a view. I guess but it's, like that it's... one's good if you want to watch the fireworks for Red White Fourth and of Boom. July. Yeah. So there's options. So there's, We're getting more rooftop bars yeah, because yeah, we're becoming yeah. the new Nashville, new city. Got to have the rooftop bars because all the real cities have the rooftop views. Absolutely. Um, also, Preston's Burgers is opening a brick and mortar shop. So they're going to have like their own restaurant. They won't be serving out of Woodland's Backyard. Well, they will be serving out of Woodland's Backyard, but they will have their own designated. This is our burger place. Have you had Preston's yet? I don't think so. No. It's so good. It's really good. You should eat it now that you're not on Whole30. Yes, I should. What about Philly cheesesteaks? Oh, yeah. Um, I put this in there for you because I know you like Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, I love Philly cheesesteaks. I was reading this article and it sounds yummy. Yeah, I also read their Yelp reviews. They have two so far, which is oh, good because wow. they just opened. Um, this new Philly-inspired restaurant opened in Arena District. So um, Seth Jones, meet us at <laughs> Flatiron Bar and Dining. So it's called Flat- Oh, wait. No, it was opened in the former Flatiron Bar and right. Dining. Yes. Meet us at... It's called Flatiron Tavern. Now. Oh, okay. So it's like so it's a new owner, but they kept a similar name. So when it it's now Flatiron Tavern, mm-hmm. um, Seth Jones will meet us there. Yeah, and they have a happy hour, three to seven p.m. Hey, I love a happy hour. That I goes love a till long seven. happy hour. Yeah, happy hour downtown is interesting. Three fifty Wells. That's not bad. And parking is available in a lot behind Flatiron Monday through Friday after five p.m. And all day and all night, Friday and Saturday. We love parking. We love free parking. Into it. Um, and then let's see what else. Oh, these are you. So, yeah. Um, I made this little note about this place called Hoyo's Kitchen. But I think that it's been open for several months. Yeah, it's been open for uh, a minute. <laughs> but it's Somalian food and it's in North Market. It's been there for a little while. But I think that's awesome. Like, I, my little note says, like, we have a huge Somalian population mm-hmm. in Columbus. So, Second like, biggest I'm so in the glad. United States. Right, the first is Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Right, um, but I think it's cool. Like we're starting to see a lot, a lot, a little by little, more of the Somalian culture like integrated into Columbus. Like there's that um, mural that was painted. Mm-hmm. Where did they paint that? It's in Short North. Yeah, it's on top of the it's and it's a of hotel, the, right? The woman who's one of like the leaders in the Somalian community in Columbus, and then we have like food. So it's cool. I'm I'm really glad. I think that we need more Somalian culture in our city because our cult- city has such a large Somalian population. Yeah. Plus, uh, ethnic food is good. 
It's awesome. Yeah. It's delicious. Um, and then also uh, Taft's is opening in two weeks. Taft's Brew Porium opens November 15th in Franklinton, and that's a Cincinnati brewery mm-hmm. named after Taft. Who yes, is we, we which, Googled this before. He's from Cincinnati. Well, that's what I I was like trying to make the connection. I was like, why is Taft? Like that sounds but yeah, from Cincinnati. I was reading the article, they said like they're really excited to be coming to the Columbus market and they think it looks fr- nice. They think that Franklinton is like gonna be a really good space for them because it like gives homage to their roots, which I guess it was like a very much a startup. So Yeah. Seems and like it'll the, be a good fit for them. Their um brewery in Cincinnati is pretty cool. It's in an old church. Speaking of all of this, I think that I didn't mention this. I went to the Stoffs yeah, in, in Italian Village. Or no, it's in... Um, Victorian Village. Yeah. It's, when it's in one of these villages. Just keep on knocking on doors. It's in the church that they redid. And it is like awesome. It is beautiful. It's like a really large space. You walk in. There's lots of space, lots of seating, couches, high tops, tables, whatever you want. I did walk in on a Saturday morning and it seemed... Like, the majority of people there were college students, particularly from OSU, maybe a few from Columbus State. They were, like, studying or doing study Mm -hmm. groups or whatever. Um, But it's such a cool space. So, like, if Fox in the Snow is, like, not your jam and you're crazy, then you should definitely check out the Stoffs because it is awesome. I really liked it. It looks really nice. I wanted to go on um, Sunday, but marathon traffic. Oh, yeah, the marathon. Oh, that's another thing I did on Sunday. Yeah, I did that too. I accidentally crashed the marathon. The funniest part was there was – I was waiting in line for – brunch at hangover easy and the marathon runners were literally going right by and there's so many people outside so we were just like accidentally cheering for them but there was this guy named mike who had run 30 consecutive nationwide marathons wow like i think ever i don't think like in a row like every year yeah. i think but um he had How'd like a whole that out the, I, he ran by me so oh. like he had a whole squad and like everyone had signs like he had like he probably had like 15 people running with him and he had like five dollars and he walked up because hangover easy like opens up to the street and he was like give me a beer give me a beer and so like literally he stopped grabbed wow. a beer chugged a beer like in seconds and then like kept running and i'm like dang when i'm and he was old when i'm like 70 i want to run 30 consecutive marathons and be like stopping on the side of the road just drink beers drink a beer yeah oh my gosh awesome people are great should we talk about politics? Well, yeah, sure. Maybe. We'll talk about politics. We'll go quickly. I know people probably don't care about this as much as I do, but... I just... I care about this because I'm glad those um, stupid China commercials will finally stop. <laughs> Aw. So the news... The newest news is that the people trying to stop the House Bill number 6 from going into effect, which is the one that was bailing out nuclear power plants, um, did not get enough signatures to pass the amendment for us now is there's a law in place that creates 150 million dollar in annual subsidies for um, states to nuclear power plants um, through increased rates on electric bills the law will also add an additional charge of up to a dollar 50 on monthly electric bills to subsidize two coal plants in ohio and there's one in indiana so it's like kind of infuriating that we're going to be paying a higher tax on our electric bill to like bail out a coal plant in Indiana. If you ask me, that's my opinion. The other sad part about this is um, the requirement on utility companies to invest in renewable energy will be rolled back and the mandates to achieve energy efficiency will be eliminated. So there will no longer be an incentive for really large 
utilities who are creating energy to do it efficiently or in a way that's safe for our environment, which is a big bummer. Um, and I had one other thing. Oh, yeah. The Democratic debate was at Otterbein. Um, I didn't go <laughs> in person. I didn't get picked for the lottery. Um, but it was just one night instead of two nights. And there were 12 candidates on the stage. And they did talk about Ohio, like, occasionally. The debate was three hours long, which is, like, long. literally you could run an entire marathon in that time <laughs> if you're fast. Yeah. Um, but they did talk about Ohio. Like, so when they answered questions, they occasionally would be like, like, our constituents in Ohio. And they mostly talked about Ohio when referencing um, the opioid crisis. So Good. I'm glad they all are aware that we have a drug problem here in Ohio. <laughs> Thanks for paying attention. Oh, and really fun fact. The day after the debate, um, I went to J. Lou's in Westerville, and Andrew Yang was there. Who cool. He's running for president. Yeah. He's yeah. the guy who his slogan is math. He's the one who wants to give everyone Yang bucks. He wants to give everyone $1,000 a month as like a minimum. There's like a name for it. Instead of it being like a minimum wage, it's like a minimum income. Okay. Anyway, he's weird, but moving on. Julia, let's talk about construction. I think there's some cool things going on, and I have some some questions about it. Some questions? Oh, no. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. I didn't prepare this. for questions. Um, we all know we're both just uninformed. I feel like every time we read things, we're like, <laughs> oh, wait, what is that? Or, no, this is the podcast where Julia and Laura speculate about things. We've established that. Oh, yeah, that. true. We never <laughs> claim to be experts or actually know what we're talking about. These are about. only our opinions based on what we may or may not know to be true yeah things that tweets we've read or article headlines we've read because we, we can't don't have access the to the, thing. the dang website um oh so 670 lanes changed today so i'm going to check that out on my way home um, right to yeah. see the smart lanes wait so, i think it's only going oh you're right it is go- only going you won't to. see it on the way home because you'll be going like southwest just kidding it's only going like I'll northeast ask someone who works out in easton okay about cool. it um but yeah so they have the smart lanes which we talked about before but basically as traffic gets heavier they're gonna allow you to drive in lanes so that way you can get where you need to go faster odot has installed more than 30 traffic cameras to monitor the lanes for any obstruction so like don't think you can drive in the lane with the x on it odot is watching at all times and you will be fined for driving in it (laughs) and um let's see what else 61 million dollars yeah Wow, that's expensive. So my whole thing was like, I read that it was $61 million and I was like, wow, I hope it works. Um, But here's my question. What if someone's car breaks down and then leave it on? Like there's no shoulder of the shoulder? I think there is a shoulder of the shoulder. Oh, is there? Yeah. So like the extra lane is now like just a shoulder and then some. So that's cool. Interesting. And I wonder if emergency vehicles can use it like at all times. I want them to make it like an HOV lane, but that's a different story. Yeah, I don't think we're getting HOV lanes here. Nobody carpools. We need a slug line. <laughs> slug line. Anyone want me to drive you to work? Call me. <laughs> I read an article. Let me quote it so that I know people know it's not fake news. It's from Columbus Alive. And here's what's happening, folks. A Dollar General store is going into the first level of new luxury apartments of the Columbus Commons. Thoughts? <laughs> feelings? I'm just... I'm very confused. I mean, as far as like dollar stores go, like Dollar General is bottom of the barrel. Like we all know it goes like five below, which I know isn't a true dollar store. It's five below. And then Dollar Tree and then Dollar General. Right. 
There's one more. Family dollar? Family dollar Do also. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Family dollar and dollar general are both tied for last yeah, place for, for me. Sure. Big Dollar Tree fan. Love yeah. Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree is it's decent when you it's need It's decent. Some, when you need dollar things, Dollar Tree some, is the um, place to decorations be. for a coworker's baby shower, that's where you go. Oh yeah, I forgot we did go to Dollar Tree. Um love Dollar Tree. Dollar General, I just doesn't give me the vibes of luxury apartments. Yeah, so get this. The tagline for High Point on Columbus Commons is Upscale Living Downtown. So that's the name of the luxury apartment. On its website, the South High Street apartment complex promises to provide the space you need and the style lux- the style and luxury you've always wanted. They feel confident that you'll love their mix of urban and luxury lifestyles that converge here. Um, but a recent building permit below High Point doesn't exactly scream luxury, according to Columbus Alive. Um, on Sunday... That's not true. On Monday, the city's zoning department issued a permit for interior remodel of first floor space for a new Dollar General store. So um, they also, Columbus Alive posted an article a couple months ago that was like pretty controversial stating how um, basically dollar stores are super bad for economies because they put out a lot of local businesses and they like bring, they target like they're super predatory. Yeah. You know they're in like you know if you see a dollar store or dollar somewhere, like it's not a good neighborhood. Yeah, if you see like a dollar like multiple dollar stores and you see no grocery stores because all the local yeah. ones went out of business. They like prob- they make like food deserts. They just create so many problems. And the type I don't even know how to say this, like the type of people wanna walk upstairs to your like Fifteen thousand well, dollar apartment like every same, every day when you have which, people outside who can't afford to go buy groceries at a regular store and they're shopping at Dollar General. We I don't talk know. about this all the time with um, the apartments above the White Castle. Yeah, true. On High Street, like because you, that White Castle is definitely a hangout for people who can afford to buy fifteen cent hamburger sliders. Yeah, there it's it's not a great place to go in alone at. 2 a.m. I did that one time. I didn't go in alone. I went in with a friend at 2 a.m., but I was like, Whoa. I've never been in there, but I pass it, and every time I'm like, this is why I don't walk alone out here, because yeah. it, like, gets all my um, talk reflexes. About our, talk about our opioid crisis. Like, I, there you go. You're staring it straight in the face at 2 a.m. Yeah, and then, then. exactly. And it just also, like, could you imagine just telling your friends, like, yeah, I live above the Dollar General, and I pay $2,000 a month. Yeah, like, exactly. So, I would maybe they're rebranding it. Maybe I would guess, and this is right in the Columbus Commons. Like, yeah, the Columbus Commons has done like you're right across from Flats on Vine. Like those apartments are expensive. So like Mm. this is not the picture. I mean, the city council granted the granted the permit, but I would imagine if I were High Point or what is it called? Yeah, High Point is the name of the apartment complex. I would be pretty furious. Yeah. We're also a hotel news yeah, podcast. Yeah, hotels as are of just lately. like our thing now, I guess. Well, it's because we're going to be in the new Nashville, and all the hotels know that, so they're they're getting ready. They're just like, okay, we need twelve thousand hotels with twelve thousand and one um, rooftop bars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this is something that I didn't realize. I was reading an update from Columbus Underground about the Easton expansion, and the building that I thought was going to be luxury apartments is actually going to be another hotel. Oh. Which, Easton already has at least three hotels, because there's the Hilton, there's the Hampton, and then there's, like, the the, the one behind that by the Starbucks. Mm-hmm. There's at least three within, like, a... I the, wonder if this is going to be more, like, a hotel used for, like, conference centers. The other thing, like, though, is, like, Easton's pretty close conferences. to the airport, so... Yeah, that's why I'm thinking, like, I wonder if people, they're going to do, like, more conferences and cater to, like, big 
meetings or so and have yeah. just like a lot of nice meeting rooms and then they can say like and we're down the street from Easton you don't have to give your employees a car budget yeah exactly. stick them in training all day and send them to the mall right um well they are building more workspace in there so from from the Columbus Underground update it looks like the apartment building slash complex slash luxury apartments have not been started yet um, which I thought that they were. So all of the things that they are building, like the coffee shop and the beer, the brewery, mm-hmm. um, there's a restaurant, the there's restoration a furniture, hardware. Yeah, there's a furniture store. All of those things are already um, almost finished and they're scheduled to be opened like in November or December of 2019. But the apartment complex isn't scheduled to open until sometime in 2020. So that leads me to believe that they haven't started building it yet. Also, the other building that I thought was going to be an apartment complex is a parking garage. So Well, I mean, they're going to need, like, parking out here. I mean, at Christmas, it's... I'm still just waiting for Macy's to go or out of business Saturday. and see what goes in there instead. I don't think Macy's is going to go out of business. They it's don't? tradition. Hmm. We Maybe. love tradition in Ohio. <laughs> so tell me about another luxury hotel Julia. uh Burger, which is the basket company oh wait i saw this it's gonna become a luxury hotel yes they so this isn't like necessarily in columbus it's close though what's it called zanesville or is that not in zanesville it's it's on the way to zanesville yeah so it's like out it's on the perimeter if you've ever been driving on whatever road that is yeah it's like a, a and you pass a big building that looks like a basket, basket. Because they were a basket company. Yes. Everyone, like at least my family, had a ton of them. Oh, really? Yeah. We had a lot of baskets. I wish I could have one. The company, did it go out of business? I don't, I just think people stopped buying wicker. Yeah, like, true. Stuff. But like, like millennials love wicker. They should have gotten on Etsy and like they would have blown up. Anyway, they should have hired me to consult them. That's beside the point. They're turning the big basket thing into a luxury hotel. Honestly, like <laughs> I would pay money to stay there on like a Wednesday I, I night. I would pay like. An appropriate amount of money. Yeah, because like, like I'd in also middle of pay nowhere. an appropriate amount of money to stay at Brewdog, like their hotel out in Canal. But so even fun. on like a Wednesday night, it's it's a little expensive. So expensive. <laughs> we'll see what the prices are on this, but yeah, I'd stay in a luxury basket hotel. Why not? We had a book. Um, my parents bought in elementary school, and it was on Ohio, and it was like it just said like Ohio on the cover, and there was a picture of this basket. basket building yeah oh. if you don't know and what i we're think about, about that all the time you know what that's gonna be the cover for this week i think about I that every decided. time when i'm like i moved to ohio and the fact that like there's a book sitting in our computer room that just has a picture of a basket on it and the Man, word ohio i want to and... do but there's so many halloween things happening this weekend yes that brings me to this weekend this is like i guess halloween because halloween is on a thursday wednesday I think it's a. Th- I thought it was a Thursday. Doesn't matter. Halloween is pointless when so you Thursday, don't so have you, children exactly. or you aren't in college. Yes, true. So starting off on um, this Friday is Happy Halloween Nightmares Film Festival at Gateway. It seems like they're also doing the same thing on Saturday. So if you're into like watching spooky Halloween movies, I'm not sure what's on the docket, but they they gotta have something good. Something Mike Myers, maybe some Bubble Bubble Toil and Trouble going on twitches there twitches i don't know what's that movie with like the three witches i don't know there's lots of hocus pocus hocus pocus thank you i've never seen it um (laughs) yeah so check out gateway if you want to watch some spooky movies 
Um, I'm excited about this. I did not realize Mason Ramsey was coming to the Newport. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Do you it's know the who- Walmart yodeling boy? Yeah, that's what it says. It says Mason Ramsey, aka the Walmart yodeling kid. Wait, literally the kid? Yeah. Who yodeled in yeah, Walmart? Yeah, he's like opening up for the Tennessee Titans. He's gonna sing the Star Spangled Banner. Oh my god! Like one of their games. Like he's on a tour. Hit like what did- low key. His music bops. Oh. Wow, facts. You can watch it on TikTok or something, whatever that no, means. No, it's on Spotify. It's real music. Well, <laughs> um, you can also check out the Great Westerville Pumpkin Glow on Friday night. I don't have any more details than that, but in my mind, I'm picturing like a bunch of people carving pumpkins and putting them on their porch, and then you walk by and see them. Yeah, and then Rocky Horror Because again, we don't know what's actually happening. Too. We're just speculating here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's just read these um rocky horror is still happening still playing yep short north stage it was really fun um haunted fest is at the ohio expo center i don't know what that is either but google it and you'll learn more google it that sounds like something you'd be into (laughs) um saturday we got trick or treat trick or treat at the botanical gardens i like that not to be confused with boo at the zoo which so i'm assuming this is happening at the columbus conservatory i just Either the conservatory or the rose garden. The rose. I don't know. It's have, if you want to go, Google. Yeah, it. go to six one four. They'll give you all the information you need to know. We're just giving you the high level deets here, okay? Um, Noctoberfest beers, games, and music's at Noctera Brewing Company. That would be so good. I love Noctera. It's like the newer one, right? Yeah, I haven't been there yet. Maybe I should do that. I don't remember. It's in a suburb, so which is probably why I haven't been yet. What's but it, it looks called? really pretty. Brewfest. No- Noctoberfest. Like, get it, like, Noctera? Like, Noctera, not not October. Um, Powell. It's in Powell. Oh, Powell. Um, Maybe less worth it unless you have a friend who lives in Dublin that you want to, like, stay there. Um, Brewdog Franklinton Halloween Party. I bet that's fun. That sounds like a blast. And the Great Westerville Pumpkin Glow still. also happening. also Saturday. Um, One other thing is the um, Kosai After Dark. On Friday is happening. Um, oh, isn't it like murder mystery or true I don't think crime it's murder or something? Mystery, but it's Halloween themed, so they're gonna have like Oktoberfest beer available, and like you Ooh. can wear a costume. There's gonna be a costume contest. I thought about going, but and you know what? I would also venture to guess. I'm just like taking shots in the dark here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like the Columbus Metropolitan Libraries are probably doing something fun for Halloween, like maybe for the kids. You know? Oh yeah. I don't know. Wear a costume and show up at the library. See what happens. Let us know. <laughs> uh, and that's that's this week's Columbus and cast. And scene. That's it, folks. Have a happy and safe Halloween. Halloween weekend if you're heading out. And uh, go Bucks. Go Bulldogs. Wait, that was my school's. Bu- that was my school's. Go chant. Bucks. Go Bucks. That's what I'm trying to say. There we go. 